Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. There are so many versions of the Bible. It's been translated into 475 languages, the New Testament into 1,240, lots of e-Bibles, the Surfers Bible, the Aussie Bible, now something entirely different, the Banjo Bible, the greatest story ever told as the great Aussie poet Banjo Patterson might have told it. This is the brainchild of Will McKerris, a church minister who, when he was serving his apprenticeship in northwestern New South Wales, developed a deep love of 19th century rhyming verse. He's had nine Bible stories recorded as poems, one song adapted from some of Australia's most famous bush poetry, something really different. Will McKerris, welcome to Open House. Thanks very much. Great to meet you. You too. What was it that captured you, Will, about this particular era? I was a primary school scripture teacher in Weewar, where I was doing the apprenticeship. And each week I had to try and think of something imaginative to help teach the kids. And I had to teach them about Abraham one time. And it occurred to me that Abraham, because he deliberately lived in a tent, uh, was a bit like the character in Walsing Matilda. Yep. And so I had the idea of writing some new lyrics to Walsing Matilda uh, to make them about Abraham. And that went quite well. The kids quite enjoyed it. And partly through that, really, I started reading a lot more Banjo Patterson and I grew to really love it. My parents had sort of read some poems to me as a kid, but it wasn't until up there in Wee War that I sort of got into it, really. What was it that grabbed you about it? What was the attraction for you? Uh, they were all very evocative descriptions of the country that I was living in and also just the, the cleverness, I suppose, of it. Yeah. Um, clever rhymes and jokes and all that sort of thing. It's yeah. not just a bit of fun. There's quite a bit of high-end knowledge that's gone into this. For example, explain to us what a double dactyl is. Yes, so I started writing rhyming verse uh, as a result and I came across a a very difficult form of rhyming verse to write and it's called a double dactyl. Mm. It's got lots of rules. It needs to have a six-syllable word in it and the second line has to be a name or names. Wow. So it's quite tricky to write. I bet. It has to start with a nonsense phrase. So a lot of them begin with higgledy-piggledy. What's an example? (laughs) Here's one um, about uh, Abraham and uh, Sarah, who, as you know, struggled to have uh, children for Mm -hmm. many, many years. Yep. Higgledy-piggledy, Sarah and Abraham's chances of starting a family are none. God intervenes and the octogenarian, nonagenarian pair have a son. So it's quite complex, actually, <laughs> sure, to sure. write. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And your poems stretch across the breadth of the biblical narrative. Give us some examples. What have you dealt with? Well, I've tried to have a poem about every sort of major phase in the story of the Bible. So I've got first ones about creation, then fall, then Abraham, then the Exodus, then the judges, uh, then the exile and the prophets, and then Jesus and the New Testament Paul and the Apostles. It's an interesting way of connecting the Bible with people who might not normally connect with it. People who really seem to appreciate it is anyone who grew up uh, with Banjo Patterson's poetry. Yes. All of the poems sort of plagiarise a lot or a little of his poems. And so part of the fun is when you're listening to the poem, you recognise the lines or the images. So the more familiar you are with the sort of Banjo Patterson classics, the more you would enjoy the poems, I think. Yes. Yeah. So it's fun, certainly imaginative project, but also with a significant message behind it. 
Well, the message is that the Bible uh, is about God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and how they want to have uh, fellowship with us. And uh, through Jesus' death and resurrection, uh, we can have uh, fellowship with him forever if we'll call on his name and put our trust in him. There will be people who will think this is a sacrilegious abuse of the Bible. What would you say to them? If you listen to the poems, you'll notice that I've put in lots of little lines that indicate where I'm sort of imagining something. It's no different to really a, a children's book, which puts the stories of the Bible into a more familiar language. I'd hope people wouldn't be too harsh with it. Well, the best way to see and hear what this is all about is to get you to give us an example of the Banjo Bible. What are you going to recite for us? This is The Sun from Snowy River. This is a poem about Jesus that borrows phrases from the man from Snowy River. Uh, this is a shorter version of the one that's uh, on the CD. Okay, let it rip. This is <laughs> Will McCarris from the Banjo Bible, A Sun from Snowy River. There was movement in the heavens, for the word had passed around that overnight the Son of God had got away and then had joined the wildest mob that ever ran upon the ground, a race of creatures fierce and feral, scorned and stray. For he had taken on a body in a human mother's frame, and so the angels gathered, readied for the fight. For any cherub loves adventure where redemption is the aim, and all the seraphs snuff the battle with delight. There was the Father, God Almighty, who it seemed had made a plan for the manoeuvre many centuries ago. For he was briefing all his minions that this little son of man would bring an end to the rebellion down below. And then the spirit of the overflow, the holy number three was there to muster all his power in the lead. For with the Father and the Son, he was the Lord, the Trinity, and it was up to them to make the plan succeed. Now there's a little while to wait, the father said in measured tone, for he'll be in his mother Mary longer yet. However, Joseph, her fiancé, needs a briefing of his own, for when he notices he could be quite upset. And so an angel known as Clancy went to make the matter mild, and as he left the father wore a tender grin. He added, Clancy, tell him Jesus is the name to give the child for he'll be rescuing her people from their sin. And so he went. They next assembled forty weeks or so from then, when Mary saddled up her small and weedy beast. It had a touch of Timor donkey, three parts thoroughbred of ten, a hard and tough and wiry burrow of the east. And it would carry her to Bethlehem with Joseph at her side, and it was there the Saviour joined the atmosphere, and in the firmament above, the gathered heavenlies applied their very all to give a hail and hearty cheer. And now, from Kosciuszko, where the pine-clad ridges raise their torn and rugged battlements on high, to the wildly busy cities, where the lamps and headlights blaze beyond the midnight to the cold and frosty sky. Indeed, wherever gospel messengers have held a little sway across our beautiful and well-created earth. A saviour known as Jesus is a household word today, and joyful millions tell the story of his birth. Bravo. That's the <laughs> sun from Snow River. Thank you. From Will McCarris. It's a really good idea, I think. You've got the Aussie actor Michael Gaylard to record them on the CD. 
Yes, that's right. Some people will remember him from the ABC TV program GP. Yes. He played the younger Doctor, Doctor Steve, and he's a teacher at a Christian school in uh, Victoria, and he helped me out. So where yeah. do people get a hold of it then, Will? They can order a CD, a physical CD uh, from me, or they can download it, and they can do both those things by visiting my website, www.banjobible.com. And it's the first thing that comes up if you Google Banjo Bible. Okay, we'll put the link up on our Open House Community Facebook page. Will McCarris, wish you all the best with it. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks very much, Lee. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.